here in the heart of the jungle, we find one of the most interesting creatures of its kind. Amazon PPC Advertising. Buried deep amongst the undergrowth with its campaigns and targeting, they hazards like keywords without conversions, unprofitable ad spend, and a mountain of ever-evolving complexity. But if you look beyond the obstacles of life here, there is hope and opportunity. We will journey to every corner of Amazon ads to explore and share the greatest treasures the jungle has to offer. This is the Amazon PPC Den podcast. What's going on, Badger Nation, and welcome to the PPC Den podcast, your source for all the tips, tricks, and strategies you need to make Amazon advertising an easier and more profitable adventure. Welcome. This is episode 131, and I'm super stoked to announce uh, some really, really cool news that Ryan, Mr. Hoffaker, is back on the show. This time, he's not just on the show as a uh, friend, uh, not just on the show back as a incredibly knowledgeable person about the world of Amazon marketing but as a brand new member of the PPC Den. Ba-bam. Ba-bam. It is... Uh, it, you're, you're, <laughs> you're one of Ad Badger's newest <laughs> campaign managers, and I couldn't be more touched that somebody as smart and as talented as you would hang out here at Ad Badger. Welcome to the crew. Well, you know what? Uh, the feeling was definitely mutual. This is, uh, this is a two-year friendship mm-hmm of just uh, learning uh, about Amazon advertising. And it's, uh, it's just an honor to be working with Ad Badger. I've, you know, diving into to the, the team and the culture. Uh, as I told my wife just last night and the night before, babe, this is better than I imagined. It is just, uh, it's a, it, you know, and being on this podcast, I've listened to it for two years, listening to you, Michael Tejeda, Elizabeth, Brent, all of these uh, all stars that uh, that I am uh, hopefully now just a, a little bit in the company with. It's uh, man, it is a it is a pleasure to be here and uh, to be in front of an amazing audience uh, as well. Ba- so I am yes. uh, Badger Nation, best Amazon advertising audience there is for sure. There's no doubt about sure. it. For sure. And it's, it's super awesome to have you uh, as we continue our uh, plan to essentially assemble the Avengers uh, or the New England Patriots or the New York Yankees or whoever the, the, the best team is as we continue to try to build that PPC team knowledge. I, I've learned a lot from you. You've been on the show before uh, sharing some of your expertise. Uh, it was a great episode uh, if you... Uh, haven't listened to it, I definitely suggest you go back and do that because uh, it was really, really good. Um, and let's jump into this episode. Um, so this episode is going out. Prime Week just finished. Hopefully you are well rested and laying on a bed of dollars 
<laughs> you just generated <laughs> from uh, Sales Day, uh, Ryan. Uh, what's What's really cool is that you yourself uh, have an Amazon business yourself, uh, which I feel like it's very rare, uh, it, or it can be rare to have someone really knowledgeable about PPC, as well as really knowledgeable about Amazon marketing outside of Amazon PPC, as well as the ins and outs and administration and management of an entire Amazon company. So I think you're going to provide such a, you know, needed, wonderful, uh, delightful perspective that um, me, I do not sell on Amazon. I've just, I spend 99.9% of my time just looking at campaign manager. Um, so I think it, you'll be a fantastic compliment to the show's, uh, repository of information that we, that we're building here. Well, I appreciate that. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's quite interesting. I, I love to see other people, other companies successful. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've worked a lot with other individuals, helping them try to get some campaigns fixed, it's just something that I enjoy yeah. doing. And so the fact that I get to do this day in and day yeah. out, work with individual companies that, uh, you know, hopefully will make them uh, better in multiple different ways. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's exciting to me, man. You know, over the last few years, yeah, over the last few years, I would get messages, text messages from you that were like, hey, have you noticed this happening? Like, you should probably tell people about it, like, you know, in the community. Uh, and it's been like really phenomenal. So like you've been helping the community here, even without like officially being uh, a member of Team Badger, which is really, really great. So you're, you've always been so generous and, you know, we call it like the Badger spirit, but it's just someone who's really giving and kind and generous. Like you talked to uh, an ad Badger client recently and already I was like filling you in on the situation and already you're just like asking questions, being curious, trying to find out like, how can I help? Like, what about, has the person thought about this or that or this other thing? And that natural drive to be generous and help people that thought the, the feeling of abundance, that it's not something, you know, the more successful other people become, the less successful you'll become, that, that that's sort of like scarcity mindset. And I think it's really important oh, to have yeah, a, yeah. abundance mindset, like the, you know, it, it, the more successful the people are around you, the more successful you will become, uh, is how I've always thought. All, but when you get all boats to rise, we all rise together. Mm -hmm. And that is, uh, you know, that, that scarcity mindset, if it were a tree, I'd take an ax to it and, and just hack it down. Cause it, it, uh, and you're on your personal life as well as in your, in your business life, it just doesn't, it doesn't work for the long term. And, uh, so I think this is a perfect example of, you know, uh, you and I having a long-term relationship yeah. that is just, uh, you know, doing some, um, hopefully, and it's, it's, this is the beginning, man. Mm -hmm. We got a long way to, long way to go to get, uh, get companies, get individuals to, uh, to really thrive. I love that. So, Woo. but we were talking a little bit before we hit the record button. I think there's something we disagree on. And what is that thing we disagree on, Ryan? Oh my gosh. This might be our first disagreement. This is it. It's over. In the Badger Den. It's over. What do you really is am I really a badger in the Badger Den or am I a mole <laughs> dressed like a badger? Oh man. I don't know. But our first disagreement may be I prefer tacos over ACOTs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know It's true. Uh, for those out of the loop. 
I'm a huge fan of to describe the number of your uh, ad spend versus your total Amazon sales. Many people say tacos stands, which yes. stands for total ACOS. While I think that is easier to say tacos and clearer sounding of a word tacos for accuracy, it should be a cots ad cost of total sales because the T is for referring to the sales, not the A, not the ad to, total ad cost of sales. To me, it should be ad cost of total sales. But this is our first disagreement. Ultimately, it doesn't matter. <laughs> It, you waste so much energy with ACOS on your mouth. It's Wait, true. So you, you, you have to, you know, if you, it's just easier to say tacos. <laughs> and, you know, if we look at language and etymology, the way that language develops, I have an argument. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, I think I'm definitely fighting a losing battle. Many people, many people say tacos to refer to the ad spend ratio versus the total sales ratio. Um, notice I said total sales because the T should go in front of the sales, a cuts. But either way, I, um, there's a cut another conversation. Well, I should do a poll and, uh, yes, we should send it out. And then Badger Nation, <laughs> let him know I'm right. Let the, let him know I'm correct. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Today, I, it was really fitting because we were looking at different accounts, different scenarios. You were taking over an account, um, consulting with one of our clients. And a really interesting topic came up, which was, is it ever okay? And if so, when is it okay to pause your account and rebuild it basically chop it all down so that you can plant fresh seeds is it ever okay to just pause something that's what we're going to be talking about today and let's jump into it okay so here is the tra the, the normal general advice and this the, the normal advice is well no you would never want to pause you would never want to pause it you'd want to optimize it because that history matters. Like Amazon, for whatever reason, prefers aged keywords and aged campaigns, uh, which is why so many people have like legacy auto campaigns, uh, the auto campaigns that came out before close match, loose match, compliments and substitutes. There's still hundreds of thousands of those ad groups still running because it's like, hey, it's an old, it's an aged campaign. And even though you gain the benefit of having those four auto targets with a new auto, it like doesn't make sense to pause it because it's just humming along back there and you don't want to mm, change things up too much. Let it ride. Keep the aged campaigns. Would you agree that that's generally the the right move a lot of times keep it keep it running absolutely keep it running you want to do your best to find you know to, to take a look at those campaigns optimize and make changes within those campaigns because you have history you have data to work from uh amazon has you know that data history uh, that it trusts you uh because if it's if it's a little bit more long term um, 
it will, you know, if you've been playing in Amazon advertising at all, you know that there's buildup and there's buildup over time and it's, it's learning, it's moving, it's shaking. So yes, I completely agree with you. Uh, when optimize, uh, you know, optimize when you can and do not, uh, and do not turn it off right. for sure. Yeah, completely agree. That information is, makes it very valuable. Like even if the results aren't where you want them right now, the information that is, that's there is, is very valuable, um, to be able to tweak it and move it in the right direction. Things like bid optimization, keyword optimization, search terms, like all of these things, they matter a lot. However, however, our goal with this episode is really to give you permission to pause things, sometimes the entire account and rebuild it because there is a very unique situation. And I mean, I look at hundreds and hundreds of campaigns and accounts every year. Um, and sometimes I just look at it and I'm just like, what do we actually lose by pausing all of this and rebuilding it the right way? Uh, so we were in a situation uh, we were looking to you, you were taking on an account and we're like, the results have not been great. The, re, the results for this particular account were not as good as they probably could be. And we're looking at it. It's like 80% a cost, like way up there. Like the client really doesn't want it there. So they're coming to us and we looked at this like, okay, what's the game plan? Like, what are the first steps we're going to do? And we started looking at it and how would you describe what you were feeling when you were looking at this account for the first time? <laughs> feelings. Uh, I used to teach on emotional intelligence. Four feelings are mad, glad, sad, and afraid. Okay. And they definitely weren't happy. Okay. Uh, they, I was definitely not glad when I was looking at this mm -hmm. campaign. Very, very complicated. If I, give it, I give it to the client. Uh, they were doing their best to learn uh, what the, you know. They they taken the information and they had tried to learn, and it would just got really really compl complicated early on mm. in the process, and it did not need to. It does not need to be there. I looked at the account initially. I'm just kind of scratching my head, like how did they come to that conclusion? I don't ever want to shut down anybody's uh, pathway to get where they got because there are reasons why they've gotten there. But I was just kind of scratching my head at a number of the different, you know, in the different things that uh, that were done. And so, the, yes, the feeling was not not glad. It was not happy. Mm -hmm. But you know what I mean? We, you got to deal with what you got. Mm -hmm. And uh, either in, in most circumstances, you're going to do trimming uh, and reforming. Um, in this cir circumstance, the question that came up between you and I is just how much of that do we do? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And I sometimes, you know, have a moment of pause when I see accounts that are and, and like that's really the ethos. I, I think like the number one time where you should pause everything and rebuild is basically when it got too complicated too soon. Like it got complicated too fast, uh, meaning one campaign, then the next campaign, then the next campaign and the next strategy and the next technique and the next one and the next one and the next one. And we're only spending $3,000 a month. Like the account is relatively small and we potentially have overcomplicated it too fast, too soon. 
and want to preface a lot of techniques and strategies with is like this, we're building a building, right? We start with the foundation, we put up scaffolding, we build, you know, the interior, like we're building a skyscraper, then we like decorate it, like as we go up the floors. And I think sometimes when accounts get too complicated too soon, it's like we've built, uh, you know, floor 78 uh, and we outfitted floor 78 without maybe running the electricity up to it first. Um, so I see that a lot. And it's almost like an, if an account doesn't have a strong foundation, like it doesn't have, you know, the basics dialed in. Um, and we'll talk about what those basics like look like for most people. But if it doesn't have those basics dialed in and then we start adding complexity and we start adding strategies that like do work and are recommended but it's almost like the timing of them came too soon where we didn't have that strong foundation yet that is when i generally think about like is this account a messy bowl of spaghetti in concrete that is going to take a lot of work to like tease out uh, almost like we're doing like fine-tuned surgery getting in there taking a lot of time to do because you, you also want to follow the principle of like, if you're going to optimize a campaign, you want to you know do it relatively slowly, not to jostle things too much. But what happens if there's nothing, there's nothing to worry about jostling, meaning the, the results aren't where you want them. The campaign is a little too complicated. And it just seemed like the entire optimization process could benefit with an injection of clarity. And that is when I think it's most appropriate to say, the account is very complicated. We're not getting what we want. It would actually be easier and faster, most likely, to just reboot, hit the reset button, select all, pause all, and then start it brand new and start it fresh. Yeah, I, I really like your illustration about the foundation because you know when you're when you're building something and you want to go a particular and you're preparing for growth, mm -hmm, right? Right. Uh, you got to have that foundation to to really grow well, but also. Uh, you know, create pathways for those different things to grow, right? And uh, uh, you know, the other illustration that you know in our in our in our pre-talk that I can't, you know, that we, that we're talking about is the concept of a tree or growing growing vegetation. And uh, I have I have uh, you know uh, I built a home last year, and we have new landscaping that we put in, and I've messed some plants up. And I've caused some other plants to grow. There's a lot of soil condition. Hmm. There is appropriate watering. There are external conditions that I can't control. Like we have a drought in Northern California mm -hmm. right now. But you want to prepare those plant that plant life for appropriate growth and uh, uh, moving a plant from a pot to a, a garden. Right? I mean, there's a there's a whole process to it. So. Yes, and you want to prepare for growth. And when things aren't growing is when they're stagnant and, and stagnation is is a way to death. Um, and so, yes, we want to prepare for prepare for growth. Foundation of a building, plant life, yes. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, and I mean, to just smack on another analogy, I, I also think when, you know, there's some homes uh, that are sometimes it's, it's easier and cheaper to demo the existing home and build a new one than it would be to rehab an existing home. Um, 
And uh, like I know in Texas, some of the homes are like 150 years old uh, and a bad electricity and bad plumbing and all these different things that it would actually be easier to and more economical to just bulldoze it and rebuild anew. So the, the, the times where you would do that in like Amazon PPC is where the results are not close to where you want them, where it would take a Herculean effort to get the results where they are. So let's say your ACOS is, you know, 100% and you're trying to get down there to 30%. You, that, you know, that's a massive improvement. And if your structure just isn't there, it's going to be very difficult to get. Um, so again, like I still want to caution people. The, the only time I would really pause everything and rebuild anew is, is most likely when we're not spending that much Every time I've ever seen this and I've thought we should just reset, almost every time the spend has been less than 10K a month, almost all the times the SKU list has been like under 10. Um, so like it's relatively, it's a relatively simple account, but it's been, it's like too complicated. We have too many campaign types spread out over a small budget um, and that's when you sort of get into this scenario where it's, you know, to follow those breadcrumbs back can be like very, very challenging. And you can actually get to better understanding of the account if you rebuild fresh and new. So that's at the account level. And like, I definitely don't, you know, and to be clear, I'm not recommending, you know, you're spending 50,000 a month and, you know, you have a target A cost of 30% and you're at 35% and you're like, that's it. Redo everything brand new. Um, definitely, definitely not saying that. I would often say the times where you reset this, it's almost like you uh, had a false start almost like you're running a race and you jumped the gun a little bit and they're like, all right, everybody reset. We're going to do it again. Those are the times you do it. You wouldn't want to completely change things after you have a sizable amount of data and a sizable, um, you know, optimization path to improving things. A lot of the things that I'm saying, it's like when the optimization path is overly complicated for the amount of ad spend uh, and the amount of SKUs, that's when you you say, hey, if I were to fix all this, I could, I'd have to restructure this, I'd have to restructure that, I'd probably pause this campaign, I'd probably redo it over here. Like all of those things, if your list of tasks is incredibly long, uh, and you're just sort of, it just calls for a more basic approach when you first get started, then that is where uh, I would deploy this. And I would say too, like if anyone has questions, you know, they want to talk about this, uh, jump over to our Facebook group. That's probably a good spot or like leave a comment on YouTube or whatever it might be. You can find our Facebook group at badger.com slash Facebook. And like, you know, we can walk and talk through what that process looks like. And probably to add to that, like, yeah, you know, get somebody else's verification. You know, we've talked before, like the most successful companies on Amazon have buddies to refer to and a community to ask. So definitely get a second opinion before you do this. But, you know, if you're in this sort of situation, not too much spend, not too many SKUs, but your account feels like way overly complicated, you've been banging your head against the wall, it might be time to simplify things.
And relatively new. Yeah, if you have a relatively new account. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's another piece of it. The other thing, too, in terms of turning off, like, you know, say you are spending 50, 000, uh, 50K a month, you're not just competing against your competitors' products, their conversion rates, all of that. All of that. You're also competing against the, the age of their accounts mm-hmm. as well, yeah. like of their, their PPC accounts. To start afresh in those situations would not be a good idea. Right, because that would that would definitely, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that would definitely hurt you uh, at very competitive uh, those competitive markets. Yeah. So again, I couldn't agree with, more with Michael. Reach out to somebody before you do that. Yeah. Um, oh, also, uh, I was going to say it's worth mentioning. Like I, I look, I've looked at maybe thousands of accounts over like the last five years, and it's probably been like maybe like one percent of the time. Uh, maybe 2% of the time this ever gets suggested. So, the, so these are rare and like specific circumstances where you'd actually want to pause everything and, and redo it. Uh, what I was going to ask you was for those situations where the spend is in a lot and we do want to get out the clause and hit pause uh, where we do want to do that. And we want to refresh with a very simple, like more straightforward structure. What would you recommend? Uh, I know this this episode is not about campaign structure when you're starting out, but um, we have other episodes on that. But, you know, just off the top of your head, what would be if somebody is in the situation? They don't have many SKUs. They're not spending a lot. They're probably spending less than five K a month. Uh, they haven't been able to get the results they want. And their their account is way too complicated. They want to reboot. What should they be rebooting to? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So let's just you know start with start with some basics. I uh, need some research campaigns going right. So um, an auto campaign. Sometimes I'll run two autos uh, specifically to run toward uh, towards those search terms as well as towards those ASINs. You can spread that out mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, if you have a list of potential converted keywords, throw them into a broad campaign um, uh, and a a sponsored product broad campaign. Um, And then you obviously want to negative those specific, uh, you know, search terms in the broad campaign because you're targeting those in an exact match campaign. And then you also want to run a product targeting campaign uh, where you feel like you can compete uh, against those products. That's very mm-hmm. basic. I would, I, I even, I even now, right from the beginning, I would jump into display. I would, uh, uh, I would jump into display to run some retargeting, not too high of a cost, and I would take those same ASINs that you are in in your product targeting campaign. And I would uh, I would throw them in the product targeting campaign portion of a display advertising campaign. Uh, that would be some very basics, yep. uh, and that is a good foundation to get started uh, to really uh, to really rock and roll um, in a good direction. Yeah, very straightforward. Uh, and I'm thinking of a lot of times where I would recommend pause like rebooting and doing something just like you described they generally have a way more complicated 
approach to that, uh, potentially trying to bid on, you know, thousands of keywords right away with a small budget, that's going to be too much at first. So like rebooting it to something simple so that you can get data on that smaller campaign size, use that data. And then over time, you get more complex. Over time, you get more segmented and nuanced. Um, so I could, couldn't agree more. I think that makes total sense. And one other thing, um, this, you know, so far we've talked about like when to reboot the entire account. But uh, as we were prepping for the show, you came up with a really cool example of when you'd want to reboot an individual keyword. And I think this is interesting because, you know, for an, an individual keyword level, I'm all about like bit, optimi bit optimizing that particular keyword. But you had a really interesting example of when you'd want to reboot a keyword, actually pause it and then do something new with it. Uh, can you tell us about that? Yeah. So for my company, I, I, I call, I got a, I got a campaign called my broad lottery campaign and it initially started with taking single, you know, basically I took the keywords and I broke them down into individual words. Um, and I started targeting those keywords and I stuck a really low bid on it. At that point it was 20 cents. I think I've moved it up to generally speaking about 30 cents. Mm -hmm. I have followed Michael's, uh, technique over the last two years, which is you're taking your research campaigns, you're finding those search terms, you're putting in your, in your exact match, you're putting it, putting them in the product targeting campaigns. You put them in there and you know you get a couple conversions, you put them in those campaigns, you watch that data unfold. Well, sometimes what happens over a period of time is that ASIN or that search term uh, or <clears throat> that keyword loses ground uh, and it's just not performing what it was at one point. So rather than just straight up pausing those, what I would do, what I what I consistently did, I was like, well, I there's getting some impression and some sales. I just don't want to pay that level of click. I'll stick it in my broad lottery, uh, stick a 30 cent bid on it. So it's getting some level of impression and it's still getting a decent A cost. And even and and so I kind of watch it in that campaign. It, it's kind of within the argument, do you really want to uh, just pause or negative out things that aren't totally performed, but they have performed in the past? And there could be variables which change what could, could cause them to perform at a higher level. Again, for instance, I had an ASIN I was targeting and I was just getting tons of sales off this one ASIN. Well... It started under. It started, uh, you know, going down. Well, I think what happened was the the uh, the that particular ASIN. They started advertising their own products on their own ASIN to kind of block me out, mm -hmm. right? And so the performance went down. I stuck it in that broad lottery, had a low bid on it, and then it started creeping back up. Um, you know, uh, it started getting more, more of performance. Maybe they saw me move and then they decided I'm not going to spend my money on, you know, there's, I, I don't know what reason it was. Uh, there's variables there that could cause that search term or, uh, ASIN to start behaving better, start performing better at, at a future point. Why not keep it in that broad lottery campaign to do that? Mm -hmm. Um, I hope that, I hope I communicated that clearly. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that's a really interesting uh, idea because a lot of times people will say, hey, should I just pause this keyword and like relaunch it somewhere? Um, so that makes 
good sense. I like that. And uh, you've seen more desirable results from that, I take it. Yeah, 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 that that the broad lottery has grown. I mean, the the, the level of impressions that I was getting um, had gotten to the point where it was just behind my exact match manual campaign. Yeah, we should do a, a full um, episode on that. Yeah, I you know I I spoke with a business owner last week, just a couple different businesses, and he said, "Man, my I wish I would have done that with my company yeah. years ago," um, because if you think about it. You obviously want to circle in your high relevancy footprint, but there is a, 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 you know, there is a footprint just beyond that that you can capture as well that isn't totally negative, that isn't totally, you know, in that pausing area. And it keeps your your primary campaigns fresh. It keeps them trimmed. You know, go back to the trim. The tree analogy, the 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 lives that you know, it's you're trimming your the tree of these campaigns, keeping them fresh and nice, and maybe you're moving it to a different garden. You're moving it to a different garden, and you're keeping that nice. It's just different. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's definitely worth exploring. Yes. So we've done it. We've described a scenario where you would want to pause everything and reboot it, and it's a very specific set of scenarios. Uh, and hopefully now we've given people, we've absolved them of their guilt that they may have for even wanting to pause their campaigns and reboot them. Uh, it is okay to do it. Um, but again, like I mentioned, it's it's it as not a big percentage. Most of the time, an overwhelming majority of time, you will want to keep the campaigns active, use the data to optimize. However, in certain scenarios where it's, out of control, it feels overwhelming. And maybe that 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 rule of you want as much segmentation as possible without it becoming overwhelming. You've crossed over and the account is just overwhelming. It's not performing well. You haven't spent that much. It's overly complicated. It's new. And it might be time to reboot with something a little bit more simple. Start there. And then over time, slowly but surely, add budget and add that additional complexity. Ryan, it is a privilege to have you here. I can't wait. Uh, I think we already know the topic of the next episode that we want to do together. That uh, broad match lottery sounds really cool. And until next time, have a great one, everybody. And we'll see you inside the Badger Den. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, good, good to be here, y'all. Uh, take care. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>